Welcome to the Project In Between podcast. My name is Christy. I'm a nurse, behavioural scientist and best-selling author. Are you someone who's experienced an incredibly challenging life event that caused grief, stress or burnout? This podcast is a series of stories shared with people from all walks of life who've experienced these events and made it their mission to choose to find positives from the at times incredibly mentally and emotionally challenging scars these events can leave on us. What creates change and healing is the meaning we attach to these events. This is their story. Is this yours? So today we have Claire from Cluzzy Enterprises. It's Cluzzy Enterprises, isn't it? Cluzzy. Cluzzy, sorry. <laughs> um, so thank you for coming on, Claire. Pleasure. Excited to be here. Healer of the month too, Project In Between. Thank you very much. Ah. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Yeah, uh, I am one half of Cluzy. My wife Susie is the other half, hence Claire and Susie make Cluzy. Yeah. Um, we've been in private practice or I've been in private practice with the support of her for five years. Before that, I was a very dedicated uh, registered nurse. Most of my career spent in the public health system in Victoria. Um, started off in Box Hill Hospital out in the east and then moved to the biggest hospital in Melbourne, which was the Austin, and then moved to the country and um, helped run a little tiny country hospital in the middle of nowhere, which was interesting. And, yeah, so I graduated in 97, and I think I finally left traditional nursing um for three years ago and I have never looked back I think it's it's I think it's a little bit of a transitional phase I mean even for myself it is it has been um because you love it right you always love it it's a part of you it's in your bones it never goes away you're a nurse until the day you die I say yeah, I say it's a vocation, like a, like, a, like a nun would be, you know, have a calling from God. Mm. I feel like I had a calling to be a nurse. Mm. Um, but, you know, as you know, nursing doesn't just mean one thing. It can mean thousands of things. And yeah. ideally, you got to find what makes the biggest difference for you and the people mm. that you help. And I've definitely found that in what I'm doing now. Yeah, so... Um... Yeah, and this is kind of what I'm trying to showcase, but not just for nurses, but for everybody else about what it's like to be a nurse, what it's like to be a, a business owner, small business owner. Um, but obviously there's always a that, that transitional phase or the in-between phase, I call it, the healing phase, the, the okay, I'm going to make this jump, but it's probably going to t- look, and it looks different for everybody. This is what I love about it. So tell us a little bit about what, yeah, what caught, what, got you to the point of going, oh, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, it was an interesting journey. Like I'd I'd left nursing a couple of times but always found my way back because, you know, it didn't matter what I tried, I couldn't find something that made me happy. Mm. Uh, But I guess moving to Queensland from Victoria, you know, it was a big shift and I'm not living in Brisbane so, you know, there wasn't big hospitals here where I am on the Sunshine Coast and I really didn't want to get back into traditional nursing Mm. tried a few jobs went insane I can't be stuck in an office Mm. and a friend of mine just said to me hey there's this amazing um, modality that's come out of Europe I really think you would love it because your patients will actually get better 
So go and study it and see how you go. So I studied it, fell in love with it. And then of course, decided I was going to start my business with it <laughs> with in Australia, an unknown technology with a nurse who's <laughs> never been in private practice before has always been, you know, in a, in a hospital setting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it took, it took a while to build my confidence. It took a while to be able to charge people money. Mm. I think that was one of my biggest blocks was, well, who am I to charge? Mm. Um, and, you know, what what do I charge for this? And then, you know, patients would go, I call them clients. I don't like the word mm. patient. Yeah. Um, would come and see me. And then before you knew it, two of their friends would come and then two of their mm. friends would come. So before I knew it, I was you know, and, and at this stage I had been headhunted by the local private hospital here. So I was doing a few days or three days a week at the hospital, doing two days a week in the clinic. And then all of a sudden I was doing three days a week in the clinic, three days a week at the hospital, demanded a break, kept saying to my wife, I need a break, I need a break, I need a break, broke my leg. So that was <laughs> that was the catalyst for me. That was the universe's way of saying, all right, I'm going to take this opportunity to remove you from the hospital and it's going to take me you know it, it took me breaking my leg to make that cut because I physically could not do my job yeah. and it was just the start of COVID you know they wanted to put me on the front desk and you know do temperatures as people were coming in and I was like I'm a highly trained nurse I'm not gonna I would go insane doing that so insult almost <laughs> Yeah, almost um almost. so I took four months off the hospital still worked the clinic um, because my technology is called ANF therapy. It helps with pain and inflammation. So, you know, my pain was manageable. I had a little scooter so I could scoot around um, the clinic space. And yeah, then all of a sudden I'm in the clinic four days a week booked out with a waiting list um, and still no advertising. It's just people just get such good results and it's so uplifting. You know, when you finish nursing, a shift in a hospital, you come home, if you come home, if you don't go to the pub first, you know, you mm. just want to drink, mm. you know, back in the day we'd all smoke and it was, mm. you know, you'd be beaten up here or abused there mm. or the doctors would have a go or, you know, yeah. budgeting became a problem. And I'd come home exhausted and stressed and my poor wife would cop that. And then now <laughs> with what I do, I'm like, by the end of the day, such a happy person, you know, I've made such a difference in you know, 10, 12 people a day's lives, yeah. I'm making good money. My clients are getting their lives back. Like my wife is happy. I get to hang out with, I work from home now. So I get to hang out with my toddler in between clients and stuff. So it's it's really good. Yeah. It's um. so yeah, you touched I don't, on. I don't recommend people break their legs to make no. a transition. But, um, sometimes <laughs> it takes something that dramatic. I remember when you and I were originally talking, we were talking about the universe giving us the break and, and it ended up being my marriage. <laughs> but it had to happen because it was necessary for me, it was a necessary growth. I call it, it was a necessary growth pattern that had to happen and then I was able to step into my own happiness, my own sense of self being and things like that and it's and it's sort of and from that as you just said um brings more joy to your life you know like yeah it's when you start chasing down the things that make you happy whew, does your life change for the better it's so yeah. cool. it is and just- you can't yeah and you, it's really important to 
put yourself first or at least make sure that your cup is full because you can't give from an empty cup and you know our line of work is very much a giving line of work so yeah. you have to Service make sure that you're okay in that yeah. yeah yeah I'm huge on like nurses do we, we intrinsically I think we sort of do that whole giving without really thinking about ourselves, which is obviously why I wrote that book and stuff like that. I wanted to figure out why I wasn't filling up my own cup and why I was behaving the way I was and like. And as you said, like you know, you go to you, you do go to the bottle shop after work because you're like, screw this. I'm just so like, ah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we were the like old school nurses. Us old school nurses. It's just what we did, right? Like or smoked. Yeah. Like you go out. To, I always used to find it funny my old boss he he was a smoker you know in charge and he goes out to the outskirts of the hospital bagging away and I'm going all sorry like smoking away and I'm just like but this is in my mind I'm thinking this does not make sense but it's unfortunately that's what the stress of the job and the nature of the job does it causes you to sort of seek outside mechanisms to cope yep and then you get your lack of sleep from shift work, so then you have a poor diet because you can't be bothered yep. cooking, and yeah, you're just on yeah. this it cycle going around and around. Your brain chemistry as well. The whole thing just changes your brain chemistry, and um, but yeah, around the like with the challenges because I've noticed that the nurses, especially, um, have a lot of challenges around like the mindset of unscrewing yourself from being in the regulated systems and then yep. business, as you know, business is it's regulated to a degree, but it's more self-regulated, right? And we're pretty good self-regulators, but then we've still got this added layer that sits over the top of us. It's like, if you do this and, you know, you'll lose your registration and all this, you know, this mindset yep. stuff. Did you go through any challenges around that? Oh, so many, so many, I guess, because, you know, being in the, the the hospital systems especially, we're always told you got to do what the doctor says mm. and, you know, you can't have your own, you can have your own opinion to yeah. a point. Yes. Like I was a clinical nurse consultant for a little while, so, you know, I was like all of a sudden everybody respected what I said, but without that title I had to do what the doctor said. And yeah. what would I know? I'm just a nurse kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Patients always knew better. The patients were always like, oh, thank God for the nurses, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but getting that mindset around that I'm now autonomously making my decisions, I'm the person that the client has entrusted their health with, Yeah, that was a big shift. Mm. Um, I had some amazing – everybody needs – coaches whether it's a personal coach yep. or a business coach you just mm. you know sports teams have coaches you should have a coach so I yep. had the privilege of having the most amazing personal and professional coaches that just helped me with my mindset just you know saying well you're the third highest qualified in this in the world so mm. aren't you the clinical nurse consultant still so you know you're the only one that has I was the only one that had the block yeah. the clients didn't because if they did they wouldn't be there yeah my wife thought that I was you know she's like you should be doing this and charging that and all my friends were like dad what are you doing and I'm like oh well I've been told for 30 years that I'm not allowed to have an opinion and I have to run everything by somebody else first so that yes. was probably the biggest block and then charging what I'm worth is also was yeah. also a big block you know I'm don't tell my wife, but occasionally, you know, I give someone half price treatments or throw in a few devices for free because I feel like I'm in the position to do that. Yeah. 
but it's not because I don't feel like I'm worthy or whatever. It's just some people send me 16 clients, so of course I'm going to look after them. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. It's the giving back. And you're you're so right, even around the, um, you know, I've had a couple of coaches or a couple of mentors and stuff like that, and uh, I remember the first one I ever had, it was the hardest because trying to explain how a nurse actually thinks to somebody who, who has never ever dealt with or never worked with one freshly starting a business or something like that. Yeah. It's it's so it's 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 so hard because when you when because I'd just come out of nursing myself. So it's yeah. like I was unscrewing, you know, you you unscrew your you're unscrewing your brain from that old I've got to um yeah, like what what did you say? Yeah, you gotta be accountable to somebody else higher than me and it's hard yeah. to put yourself on the same level yeah and and to back yeah. yourself I even had yeah. somebody say to me once just back yourself I'm like I do back myself but then I've got you know but I've got to go to the hierarchy what hierarchy you are the hierarchy <laughs> exactly exactly and the other thing is too like I think I've learned more about the human body in the last five years studying my new modality than I knew three university degrees in nursing because it's they teach you what they want you to know they being whoever you think they are but you know what I mean yeah I 100% agree even for myself like I've learned probably in the last what has it been so 20 since 2018 so four years in the last four years I've the same as you I've learned probably even more than that actually when I started to learn Reiki and all that other stuff but um I learned more about the mind-body connection um than I've ever learned and more about the human body in the last few years than I did while I was new. I mean, you learn all of the pathophysio, you know, the disease process. Yeah, you learn oh. basic anatomy, but you forget that we're yeah. spiritual, energetic beings as well yes. as a physical being. Yeah. yeah, even this, yeah, that stuff too. It's so, so true. Um, I heard a quote the other day that it was uh, Bruce Lipton, I think, says it. Yeah. It's 1% of disease is genetic, mm. 80, 90% is stress-related. Yeah, I literally just posted something about that on my Instagram. So, And it's yeah. kind of what I'm trying to help people to understand around what burnout and stress-related stuff, like if you don't start to take control of your life as early as possible, like all these young generation, you know, they're all doing it before us. And I'm like, oh, it's so not fair. But um, learning how to manage the stress. We paved the way, mate. We paved the way. We paved the way for them, yeah. You're welcome. (laughs) I say that to my kid all the time. I'm like, you're welcome. (laughs) I I burnt out, you know. Anyway, um, but, yeah, it's true. Stress, I've interviewed a couple of uh, nurses and health professionals in the States. They all say the same thing. It's, you know, majority of all chronic illness and acute to some degree. I mean, you need a surgeon, obviously, to fix your bones and all that other stuff. You need a psychologist to help unpack stories that you can't unpack yourself and all that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah. Yeah, trauma-related and infection kind of stuff. Health, You know, modern healthcare is amazing, but for chronic yeah. disease management, it's yeah, it's gone it's, way. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah um just on the um like the the learning to charge and the inner stories I know all about that stuff even even like pricing my book to put it on a bloody Amazon and just selling it and all that other stuff I'm like how much do I charge and like holy cow you know just everything even like a few of the workshops I've done I'm like (laughs) 
What are the inner stories do you reckon that really stopped you charging what you're worth? What do you think it was? It could be like, you know, as much as I don't like to say it, you know, I'm a woman. So, I mean, I don't mind saying that, but, you know, we've been, you know, my parents' generation was, you know, mum was in the kitchen, dad was earning the money. So who yeah. am I to go out on my own and do that? Yeah. The whole hierarchical stuff within hospitals. Yeah. Plus, AMF therapy challenges, it challenges the way we think about the human body. Yep. It's... Um, yeah, it goes outside what, because we're all health professionals that do it, but it goes outside what has been ingrained in our brain for yes. such a long time. It's like, well, and like, you know, I don't charge what a surgeon charges, obviously. Like people yeah. don't come to me for $700 for the pleasure yeah. of sitting in my waiting room. However, you know, it's cost me a fair amount of money to travel to Europe to study this, to pay for the courses, to get the devices, to open up the clinic, to stock it, to do all of yeah. that. So I guess at the end of the day, I had to look back and think, well, the hospital's not paying for all my consumables anymore. So I actually have to cover costs. So yeah. let's just cover costs. Yeah. And then just as my confidence grew, my, um, consult fee grew and it's been my consult fee hasn't gone up or down for two years because I feel like it's the sweet spot yeah I don't want to be unaffordable for people because you can't medicare it or medibank or whatever yeah but I also want to not devalue what it is I actually do for people yeah I love that yeah. I love that it's so true it's you know and you've got to look at when it's you being the business or you're being the face it's like you got to look at yourself as the product right yes you know, it's yeah, like, we have, like we have the we have the medical devices, so obviously they've got a markup on yeah. them to cover consumable costs. Yeah, However, like, I've got my consult fees, my wage. Yes. So I wanted to match, if not better, what the hospital was paying me. Yeah. Um, and I now do that, but yeah. I don't want you know I'm not in it to earn money so I can buy the latest car or yeah. have the title or whatever. I want to live, but want to give. Yes. So yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So it's so you're so right. You gotta it's hard to look at yourself as a commodity or as a product. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like because yeah. it's like, oh, I don't want to be seen that way. But I mean, guess what? It is, yeah. It is. It, it you know, like, let's call a spade a spade. And nurses are yeah. good at calling a spade a spade. So. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess you know, but you know, 30 years standing around watching people's health, what works, what doesn't work, yeah. having that, like Susie always says, it's quite amazing. You know, I can go out, I could go out to a restaurant and say to somebody, can you take your pants off? And they will because you build rapport within two seconds and yeah. people go, no, oh, you're a nurse. Yeah, no worries. I'll I know, it. right? Yeah. I get, I get that um, too. Anytime I ever tell anybody I'm a nurse, they're like, oh, yeah. And it's 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 almost yeah. like it is, it is an instant respect, which is cool, but I don't use and it for that. I don't, you, yeah. you know, and, and I'm sure you're the same, but it is, you, you do build that instant rapport with people because we, we don't, we look at them from the center of the, you yeah. know. Yeah. And then they get, they get heard. So then they heal faster. Yeah. yeah. That's, you know, that's my experience. Yeah. Yeah. What's, um, so on reflection, and I think I already know the answer to this question, but anyway, on reflection, <laughs> <laughs> would you do anything differently? And what's been the best, um, thing that has come about with the wonderful change. Would I do anything differently? Yes, I would have done this 
earlier. <laughs> I've heard that a lot, actually. Yeah, me too. But anyway, you go through these. I don't know what I knew then. I mean, ANF technology, ANF um, therapy's only been around for ten years. So yeah, right. I would have done it ten years ago if I if I had known yeah. how amazing it was. But it's also my journey. Like I think I had to hit breaking point to then make the switch. It's- Literally breaking point. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to break my leg any earlier because, you know, what I did in the last five years is pretty cool. But, um, yeah, yeah, I think stepping away from it earlier in hindsight would have been the best thing ever. Um, And what else? What was the the second half of the question? I've forgotten. Um, Best thing about the change. Oh, the best thing about the change is I actually make more difference in people's lives now than I ever have before and that's what I'm here for I'm here to make a difference yeah so um it feels my change mission has never changed um yeah so I mean my parents were ill when I was a kid so I sort of feel Mm. like I've been in a hospital since I was 10 years old Mm. and you you learn a lot from both sides of the fence Mm. um and yeah this is this has been the best thing I've ever done. And yes, it's challenging from time to time. And, you know, if you have a quiet week where the clients aren't there, you know, you just got to not panic and use that time to put yourself back in the business. So work on the business, not in the business. So take every opportunity you can to better yourself and better the client experience. So Mm. it's interesting um, what you said around, I wish I didn't have to break in order to do it. Um, I was on a podcast in the States with um, a nurse who was a CEO of a private equity health company. She got fired after five weeks. I think I might have told you about that. Fired after five weeks. She moved a whole family of five over to Hawaii. And then they said, yeah, not a fit. And she was just like, ah. And, And she said to me, she's like, oh, does it make you mad that it took like the end of your marriage or the end of, you know, you know, your degree turning, coming, the end of nursing or whatever for you to finally go, all right, I'm going to start this. Mm. <laughs> and she said the same for me. I'm like, yeah, but maybe it was just, you know, same for you. It was just the universe's way of saying, tapping you on the shoulder and going, you'll be it's okay. Time. You'll be yeah, okay. Yeah. It's time. It's kind of like what Brene Brown says when she put, I think she said, she mentioned something about um God or whoever you want to call it puts his hand on your shoulder and says, it's enough now, get up and do it, do the thing, you know, or something like that. And I'm like, so true, so true. If only, if only. But the lessons are the lessons, right? That's right. It's all about the journey, not the destination. And even like personally when, you know, losing, I was an orphan in my 20s and, yeah, you know, I went down an interesting path and I was pretty messed up and, you know, we all have a bit of childhood stuff that we drag through as well. So I think I hit rock bottom personally as well mm. and that was my catalyst to then, you know, do personal development and become the best version of me. So, you know, I think that's just in my experience, it's how I learned. Hit yeah. rock bottom because the only way is up <laughs> and then you get oh, to experience 100%. I hope everybody yeah. has a bloody rock bottom so then they know how to get back up and keep on going. Exactly. <laughs> I should that's, the key and that's, that's the key and that's what I love about your podcast and what you do is that rock bottom isn't the end. It's the beginning. No, it's the it beginning. It really is. It literally yeah. was the skyrocket that kicked me in the ass and said, right, time to go. No more yeah. mucking around. But, yeah, 
Um, I just think it's great. I, as I said to you the other day, I mean, you know, we could talk about this for hours. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, you're a very busy lady. So um, okay. maybe we'll catch up for a wine or, or two. Organic, preservative free, of course. I was going to say, I don't really like to drink as much these days because I, I think I always said I drank my vat of wine many years ago and I was like, oh. Well, we can catch up for a cup of tea. We'll catch up for a cup of tea, dear, or a coffee. Because, you know, nurses know how to make tea. Oh, don't we ever. Tea and all the other things and how to put crushed up medication in your coffee. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, thank you so much, Claire, for it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. You've been listening to the Project In Between podcast. To ensure that you don't miss out on another episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening.